welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Welcome and thank you for joining us again this morning for Church Online. It's so good to be able to just connect with you again. The truth be told, we live in an extremely busy and fast-paced world uh, where we are just surrounded by people all the time. Now, Corona came and kind of jacked that up for a little bit. We, we know that. Um, and for some of us, it might have even changed the way that, that, that we engage in our workplace. Like maybe you went into a busy office at some point and now you're alone at home and that's your workspace now. So for now, it's still kind of changed it. But for a lot of us, life has started to return to something that resembles some form of a normal of the past. And it's busy and it's chaotic and there's people all the time. This past week, I, I, was, I was reading this article where, um, where they were talking about architecture and just how architecture has transformed. They were specifically talking about residential architecture. They were talking about um, homes and how architects were, were developing homes and building homes in like the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and how ultimately the, the, the focus of the, of the entertainment space in the house was primarily focused on the front yard. Like they'd, they'd have these big porches or stoops, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then they'd have these, these big lawns where kids could play. And ultimately, the, the whole goal of the entertainment space was that you could connect with your neighbors and your community around you. You know, mom and dad sitting on the, on the stoop, kind of waving at the neighbors, having their rusk, having their tea or coffee or their cold drink in the afternoon or however they went about it. Um, and the kids just, all the kids just coming in and crashing in one yard, riding bicycles, playing games. Uh, but the, the entire space of the house was, was, was designed and built in such a way that the entertainment space was in the front yard. Why? So that people could connect. Fast forward to today, and architecture has shifted completely. Ultimately, homes are now created in such a way that we pretty much would, would get home, shut the garage door, and escape the hustle and bustle and the busyness of daily life. Uh, the entertainment areas to homes have, have kind of been centered around the, the, the inside of the house and then the backyard, not the front yard. Why? Because it's almost like we are trying to avoid connecting with people once we get home and avoid what they just might need from us. But ultimately, all of this comes at a cost. This, 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 this way of going about trying to avoid that connecting. Uh, many researchers have shown that we are the most uh, lonely generation in history. Can you believe that? That, that we are regarded as the loneliest generation in history. You might be saying that's impossible. We got the internet. <laughs> There's no way that we're the loneliest generation in history. I mean, for heaven's sakes, the internet gives us Facebook. Come on, how are we lonely? 
Uh, we got social media. We, we, we absolutely connected. Just be honest for a minute. You're upset because Facebook will only give you 5,000 friends. But out of those 5,000 friends, how many people actually know you? How many people aren't just like connected with you digitally, but, but they actually know something about you? They actually know the intricacies of your daily life. We can take that a step closer to home. Even the people that we connect with on a daily basis. How many of those people know the intricacies of our lives? How many people do we connect to to a point where we allow people in? It's actually very few. And as I consider that, I, I can believe that we can easily be regarded as the loneliest generation in history. See, having access to people isn't the problem for most of us. So if that's not the problem, then why are we so lonely? See, it's not the volume of our acquaintances that's the problem. We're, we're acquainted with many people. We're just known by very few. And in some cases, we are known by none. Yet those same researchers will show us that we are a culture craving relationship, hence Facebook, <laughs> hence social media um, playing such a massive role in our society today. All these guys did was they figured out a way how to tap into this, this, this need, this space of, of, of understanding that, that we're a culture that craves relationship. So they just figured out how to do it digitally. Uh, whether it's real or not, it didn't really matter. But we are this culture that craves relationship. As, as one writer put it, they, they said this, I've never known anyone who was isolated, lonely, unconnected, had no deep relationships, yet had a meaningful and joy-filled life. Man, isn't that just true? Kind of hurts, it's so true. Why is it so true? I want to suggest to you today that it's so true because it's in our DNA. When I say it's in our DNA, I'm referring to going right back to the book of Genesis, going right back to the creation account where where ultimately the author of the book of Hebrew, um, Genesis is just, is just giving us this, this beautiful picture of God just having a whole heap of fun creating stuff all day long. And throughout his, his, his adventure of creating, we kind of find this little phrase pop up the entire time. It's like day one happens and he creates all this stuff and then, and then at the end he looks at it and he goes, it's good. He's just like, man, it's good. And then day two happens and when he's done with day two, he's like, it's good. And day three, it's good. Day four, it's good. Day five, oh, it's good. And then day six, something changes. Day six, we, we are told in, in Genesis 1.27 that, that 
that God creates something special to him, especially enough that he would create it in his own image, and that's humanity. God goes and creates humankind, and, and it says there, in the image of God, he created them. How significant isn't that for you and for me? And I believe that there's more significance to that than what we are actually seeing in this moment. But as, as God, God creates us in His image, He steps back from all of that, has a look at all of this, and, and He doesn't say, man, it's good. He, he looks at it all and He says, it's very good. Then in Genesis 2.18, something changes. We go from it's good, it's good, it's very good to this moment where God sees Adam alone in the garden. And as God looks at Adam alone in the garden, he looks at him and he says, it's not good. It is not good for man to be alone. And ultimately, what God is saying in this, in this moment is that, that, that man's loneliness, man's aloneness is not good. Why? Why is man being alone not good? Because it's in our DNA. It's in our DNA to be part of community. How can I say that? Well, Think of, think of the fact that, that we just mentioned that, that God created humanity in His own image. And because He created us in His own image, that's why it's in our DNA. Because you see, within God Himself, within His person, within His personage, He is community. He's Father, He's Son, and He's Holy Spirit. He's that three in one. He's that community in one being. And just as God enjoys relationship within that three in one, so God created you and me for community with others. He looks at man alone in the garden and he says, man, this is not good. So he goes and creates women and all the men said, thank you, Jesus. But ultimately, he creates woman. Why? So that man would not be alone. He places man into community just as he is in community. Father, Son, and Spirit, he places us into community with each other. Now, for some of us, we're hearing God's made me to be in community, but man, I... People get on my nerves. I struggle to be around people. Now, I've got to say this, that we all have different degrees and levels of community that we can handle. Like, I can handle community and love it up to a point, and then I kind of need to be alone with me and my family. But then there comes a point where I need to get back into community, and you know what I'm talking about. I saw some of the most hardcore, I don't dig people, people, um, going, I don't want to be around people. I don't like being around people. I'm not made for community. I don't buy this stuff. Man, <laughs> what did we see after lockdown? 
all of those people are coming out going, dude, I need to see people. I need coffee with someone. I need to have a meal with someone. I just need to connect with people right now. Why? Because it's in our DNA to be in community with people. Now, we all have goals and we all have dreams for our lives. There's something amazing about God, and that is that He has dreams for your life. He has dreams for my life. And this is so beautifully shown to us with Jesus in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Just before He's about to go to the cross, he, he, he has this moment where He's just speaking to God. And, and as He's speaking to God, He's also like portraying God's heart through His prayer. And I know we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, but, but it really fits in so well right here to, to just illustrate this, this point. But essentially, Jesus in John chapter 17 and verse 21, he prays this over you and me. And, and he prays this. He says, I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. I pray that they will be one, that they'll be in community, one in community, just as you, Father, Spirit, Son, just as we are one in community. Ultimately, Jesus is praying that that we would experience the same quality of relationship with each other that, that Jesus has been enjoying as part of the Trinity since even before the beginning of time. Now, through the scriptures, we've, we've really seen the Trinity being Father, Son, and Spirit. We've, 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 we've seen them expressing this, this unique, uh, affirming kind of relationship uh, towards one another. We, we, we see them uh, enjoying one another, just enjoying each other's company. Um, we, we see them encouraging one another. Uh, we see them supporting one another. We see them loving one another. And all, all these references will be popping up on the screen there for you to go and check out for yourself. But this is the type of community, the, the, the type of relationship that we see that we see God engaging in on a daily basis. And I wonder when last did you experience that kind of relationship? Because you see, these types of relationship, they, they, they breathe life into our very beings, into our souls. And just as important as it is, for each follower of Christ, if you're a Jesus follower today, to, to, to give and experience this unique kind of relationship, the benefits of this go way beyond ourselves. You see, they influence a watching world. There's this moment in John 17 uh, at the end of that verse that we read earlier in verse 21, where, where Jesus says this, he says, And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. Did you get that? Like there's a purpose with us. So that the world, this watching world, will believe that God sent Jesus. 
what Jesus is saying is that the, the credibility of his life and his message in the eyes of unbelievers <laughs> is dependent upon the way that we as his followers relate with one another. Did you just feel the weight of that? I really hope you did. What he's saying is that, that somehow their belief and our behavior are connected. The way that we treat one another and whether they're going to believe or not, <laughs> they connected. It matters. It's as if Jesus is saying that unbelievers are just waiting to, 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 to believe. But the question is, will they see us relating in this kind of love, in this kind of relationship, in this kind of community that he's calling us into? Will they see us relating in this way that he asked us to when he said, it's by the way that you love one another that they will know that this watching world will know that you are mine. It was Francis Schaeffer who, who said it this way. He said, our relationship with each other is the criteria the world uses to judge whether our message is truthful. Ouch. <laughs> or oh, amen. <laughs> you see, we were created by a relational God with relational needs for significant connection. And when we don't connect well, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, bad things follow. But when we connect well, man, it has the potential to change the lives of others. And ultimately, this is what God has called the church to be about. Creating environments where authentic community can take place. Uh, building relational, transforming communities where people are experiencing oneness with God and oneness with each other. Communities that are so satisfying, so unique, and, and so compelling that they create thirst in a watching world. I don't know about you, but man... I want to be a part of that kind of community. And I, I, I just happen to believe that that is exactly what God has called you and me to be. Right here, right now, today, in our daily lives. I wonder, are you experiencing this kind of connection in community? Are you experiencing this kind of connection in community with others? No? <laughs> then maybe the right place to start and maybe the right question to ask is, are you experiencing this kind of connection in community with God? Maybe that's the place to start.
Maybe that's your next step today, is to really pay attention and, and, and come back to that place and go, Lord, I need community with you because I realize if my community with you isn't in the place where it should be, then my connection in community with others just isn't going to work. You see, it's from the source that we create the, com the kind of communities that is super appealing and super life-giving to a watching world. Maybe you're in a place where you're saying, Ramon, hey man, my, my, my connection with God is pretty good. My, my connection with God and community, it's actually pretty good, and, but, but I, I am still struggling to connect with, with, with people in that way. And I, I wanna say two things to you. First off, Maybe you need to ask yourself, am, am I a source of joy? Am I a source of encouragement? Am I a, a source of support? Am I a, support, a, a source of, of, of love to someone? And if I'm not, then maybe it's time to, to go and ask that someone, hey, how can I be there for you? How can I be that source of joy? that source of encouragement, that, that source of, of support and, and, and love in your life. Like what are the things that I may need to change in order to be that in your life? Maybe there isn't someone there at the moment. And maybe you then just need to take that thing to God and just go, Lord, what are the things that I need to change in order to step into that space in someone else's life? Because I recognize if I want someone else to be that in my life, I've got to put myself out there and I've got to be that for someone else. So that's the first thing. And the second thing that I want to encourage you with is that if you're not experiencing that community, then we have spaces right here within our local community that you can come and get involved and get plugged into. My favorite one of all is within our life groups. If you're not part of a life group, come and get plugged in. If you need authentic community, come and get plugged in. If you don't know how to join one of our life groups, please hit us up online. Uh, connect to, to us on, on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can even connect with us through our website or through our YouTube platform. Uh, but just get hold of us and come and get connected within community. Maybe just stepping out from behind the screen and into an in-person gathering space is maybe your first next step and then possibly your next step is to get stuck in to a life group but either way we want to invite you in to community and into the sort of community that I believe that God desires for us us collectively to create we we'd love to journey that with you Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for the privilege of just being able to come and, and have, a, have a look at what's on your heart for our lives. Lord, I thank you that as we, as we, we, we pay attention to the fact that you never created us to, to be a lone wolf, to, to do this all alone, Lord, but that you created us for community, Lord. Lord, that so we may need to put a bit of pride aside. We may need to, to put a bit of selfishness aside and, and take a couple of steps into 
authentic community. But Lord, we recognize that none of this will, will ever really land unless we first connect in real community with you, Lord. So Lord, as ladies and gentlemen, just this morning afresh, just come and say, Lord, I desire real authentic community with you, Lord. I thank you that you will lead them in that way, Lord. Lord, that as they just get stuck into, into the truth of your word, get stuck into just talking to you, Father God, that so they will really experience that relationship and connection with you. And that as folks take that next step into community, Lord, I thank you that you will help us to love each other in the way that you have asked us to love each other, that we will be that source of joy, that source of encouragement, that source of support, that source of love in each other's lives so that a watching world can look in and recognize that whatever this is, it's real. We thank you that we can be an accurate representation of your son, Jesus. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hang around for our questions to keep the conversation going. We love you. We look forward to connecting with you again next week. Cheers. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.